0: Hola, soy Miguel Botos González. Coming back otra vez. Firme. Cuentos y Arte podcast. You know, I, again, it's it's been some delay. I haven't been on my podcast game lately. And again, it's it's all because of the to me emotionally, mentally, this is coming to my my year's end. So it it takes a bit. for to get my inspiration. It takes a while for me to to get ready to recharge. That's just something I, I go through every year. And yeah, so not disappearing. I'm not stopping. I ain't going to quit. But yeah, I'm going to slow down a little bit. Because it, it does take, like I said, it does take a while for me to recharge. Usually as I get into November, past the first of the month that I guess my my animal <laughs> has come back. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> uh, people here in Spokane being Chicano artist, you know, it, it does take its toll on me and it does slow me down saying that I I feel and I think I may be if not the one, possibly very, very few here in this, this area. And not having that Chicano art vibe around me, it is a challenge. They've been pretty well received. People have either given you know very positive comments and said, "Oh, well, this is great. This is wonderful. Wow!" And they'll say things like, "Well, I didn't know we had you know a a Spanish-speaking community in in Spokane, but yeah, this this would be important." Um, Thank you for sharing. You know, and many people they'll even admit. I, I don't understand what this means, but I'm, I'm sure it's important to... I'm sure it's important to some my neighbors, you know, things like that. So thank you for sharing. You know, And they, they like it, they appreciate it. However, twice I've shared information in the five-mile area, which is very, very close to where I, I live. A part of my daily being <laughs> right there in five miles. So I I shared one post about Arts Administrator of Color, which I'm, I'm sure you've heard me mention before. But I'll just I'll just uh, summarize that it's an arts leadership organization originating from Washington D.C. and it's expanded across the country. And its focus is to educate and and support specifically art administrators and artists of color because there really are no resources there's really no organization that does that broadly so they they're filling that gap basically and it's, it's again it's a safe space it's a cultural space necessarily mean that you have to be how beneficial it is to connect in a safe space. Especially when you are the minority. Now again I, I shared this this event uh, about arts administrator of color and I was asked, you know, publicly on the thread what it's about and if it's only for people of color. And I replied saying yes, it's a safe space for people of color and I'd like to share this with you know my other people of color in in my neighborhood I'd I'd like for them to be aware of what's out there and then privately I was told that if I want to be inclusive it should be for everybody and I said well on the contrary there there's you know there is a time and a place for, for the big overall community but sometimes these minority communities, we need a safe space to recharge, to to go back and fall into our culture, connect in our language, in our traditions, and it's it's needed sometimes, it really is, it it can be a healing time, it can be a, a time of revitalization, it's, yeah, you need it every once in a while. It's like the equivalent of somebody saying, I need me time. You know, I go to work, I go to school, I go out, I volunteer, I do this, I do that. Well, me time. You know, I need to to take a day and just rest, relax, read, focus on me, my my mind, my heart, my soul, and that me time. Well, this is a POC and cultural me. But the person didn't want to connect with that so they removed that post and I thought well okay you're gonna be like that <laughs> I guess so and I thought okay well it is an arts post so you know what I'm not gonna make a big stink out of it there's no need to to you know poke it with a stick if it's already dead so I thought well well Not so artsy but more um, here you go another post something more worker or employer related to the state of Washington and it targets specifically to the state of Washington people that work in the state or they have employees you know and they own a business or whatever and it's a resource that is now in Spanish and I thought this is brilliant and again I shared this with a variety of uh, groups that I'm a part of in, in District 3, um, one person, I want to say in the West Central area, was like, I don't understand what this means, could you please translate it so you know, I, I can understand, and I did, I translated it for, for her, and she's like, thanks, I appreciate that, I see that it's the post isn't intended for me, but, but it, it's certainly important, thank you, sharing, So, you know, at least that tells me that. Oh, okay. At least they're they're being honest, and, and you know they're wanting to understand what it is, and, and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong in that. You know, maybe maybe I should be uh, explaining a little more. Perhaps I don't know, but but at least that was you know communicated respectfully. Here comes the five mile area. What what did I hear? What did I hear? comment was something like, I didn't know we had such a limited English uh, community here in Five Mile. And I said, well, that's just it. I don't know if we have bilingual or Spanish speaking people in our community. So I'd like to try and reach out to them. It's important because Spokane is growing in diversity. And that that person, that woman that took down or part of taking down the the arts post from Arts Administrator of Color put a screenshot of that conversation and said then, you know if you're going to post anything, it needs to be in two languages and I said but this is specific for the Spanish speaking community English resources are already widely available, this is something very new I'd like to catch them up. Well, then if you want inclusion, it needs to be in both. I said, no. Inclusivity doesn't mean that it's quite literally... It, it doesn't mean that everybody gets information because the English-speaking community already gets this information. That's not where I'm coming in. Not what I'm doing is educating the non english to the level of knowledge, not quite an inclusivity issue, but I, I get your point, you know. And then people started chiming in about how disrespectful it is, how rude it is to put things in Spanish. It doesn't belong here. And a person, a guy, put a post to the to the website. Said it's already in English. It's right here. You don't need to. Do said, yeah, I do, because there is a bilingual community, and this may be beneficial for them, you know, and then there was uh, a person that that is bilingual, that is Spanish-speaking, she shared, and she says, I appreciate this, I do, as a bilingual person, it feels really good to see This is not for you. <laughs> so the way she said it was like, if it doesn't pertain to you, like you know, you keep browsing, yo. And you know, people were really upset about it, and the post was taken down. And then afterwards, I thought, you know what? That's a hundred percent. Yeah, that's a hundred percent rejection of my my one hundred percent participation, even though it's two events. You know, and I've made another post, and I said something to the effect of, you know, I, uh, because of the fact that I share information from outside of the area coming into this neighborhood where I reside, I said I will remain a member, a silent member, only to learn what's happening in the neighborhood, but I'm no longer interested in sharing cultural or resources in Spanish, Thank you, you know, when I said, you know, apologies if I offended anybody with my language, and immediately people started saying, wow, that's pretty uncool that you got blocked, or, you know, stuff like that, like, that's yes, BS, you shouldn't be blocked, you should have every right to share in this neighborhood if you live here, and, you know, stuff like that, a lot of support a lot of direct messages and a lot of support and that wasn't my intention that was not my goal was to get attention my goal was just to share information in spanish where i live because if i can live there and i can speak two languages and it pertains to me there's just a chance that it may pertain to somebody else that that, that post, I met a neighbor that is bilingual. So I'm like, there, it worked. I reached one person. But how many more reside in that neighborhood? I don't know. Because I have no other way of finding out unless I go knocking on doors and asking, you know, ¿Hablas español? (laughs) Hola, ¿hablas español? I mean, are you going to do that for real? I'm not going to go from door to door, <laughs> you know, when we're dealing with all this concern in a uh, pandemic, and I am not going to take the time out of my neighbor's lives to go bother them. No, that's why I posted it on social media. So that if and when people read it, and if I post enough, that's where I can. That that was my intention, but I got shot down in five Mile. So, one person, an elderly woman, she said she's lived in Five Mile for 11 years. And she said, quite bluntly, you know, I've I've lived in Five Mile for 11 years, and Five Mile is notorious for being bigoted and small-minded have every right to live in this neighborhood as much as I do, and nothing should stand in the way of you expressing yourself from a creative or cultural standpoint. our home, it feels good to be there, and yeah, that's, that's where we are, that's where we reside, that's where we're going to be until we're no longer in Washington, that's, that's it right there, and, you know, it's, yeah, I, I don't put anything outside of my house that shows or displays any part of my culture. Because honestly, I've never really been interested to... And I'm not a person to go get attention like that. That's just not in me as a person. I don't need people to look at me, you know. I don't care what people think of me. I've I've never been impressionable to the point to where I feel I need people to accept me. Because in all honesty, and I'm just going to say it... I don't give a damn what people think of me. (laughs) I really don't. I never have. You know, for the people that have hated me, for the people that have wanted to see me fail, and there have been people like that in my life that I've crossed paths with that genuinely want to see me fail, and they hate me because of the language I speak, the color of my skin, what have you. My heritage they have openly expressed how much they strongly dislike me and dislike me being where I am right now in Spokane and you know I really don't care because the problem isn't mine I don't have time for that in my life that's not a part of my life you know I'm probably the last person on this planet that needs to be talked about when it comes to respect and inclusion, because I, with all my heart, respect and make the attempt to be as inclusive as possible where it counts, when it counts, and yes, I will also go back and say at times that inclusivity needs to stop. You need to come back into yourself and you need to recharge because it's difficult navigating in a predominantly white space when you aren't white. Yeah. So that's why I strongly believe in the mission of Arts Administrator Color Network. That's why I work so hard with them because it is important. It's important to me as an it's important to to others that I've met in my life yeah that is part of the complication and stress of being a bicultural person being a bilingual person is that you're you're never it's hard to balance sometimes and for for some people it can be more difficult you know like again I, I recharge once a year there are people that i have met in my life that they do this on on almost a monthly basis and, and that is just the way their mind and their heart works that's the way their feelings are and that's you know all all i can do as a friend is just support them and and help them as they recharge and just be there sometimes just just to be in here to listen to, you know, just to be a person to sit there while they say whatever they gotta say. Because that's, sometimes that's all that they need, you know, and as, as a person that that admits that, yeah, I, I do need this cultural me time at least once a year to prepare for another year of making art expressing myself creatively, it, it does take a toll on you, but when you're part of that dominant culture, well, you've never been the minority, when you're part of that dominant neighborhood and that community where the majority of people speak the same language as you, you don't know what it's like. That kid in the corner have been the, the one that is in that that majority. You don't understand what it's like to be a minority, and that's that's what I'm hoping to connect with that minority pocket. You know, not just the Spanish-speaking community. If I knew and understood what was relevant for Middle Eastern people, I would share that content. But I don't. I, I don't connect with that. I don't understand that. That is not what I know. If there's something that I, I did understand, I would share it. But again, it's the language, the culture, that I, I, I can't even pretend to know. I just don't. So... Yeah, that's kind of where things are in, in a cultural standpoint when, when it comes to being in Spokane. When it comes to being on the north side, it's on the north side of <laughs> So, yeah, just another episode, kind of sharing what I'm experiencing as I'm trying to recharge. What's going on? So yeah. There's still more to do. There's still more work to be had and and more to share. So, let's get back at it, people. (laughs) Bueno.